This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the January 11th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. One of these days, I will really dig deep into the Twitter document dump, which so far appears to show a federal assault on free speech via suppression by social media outlets. As I contemplate embarking on this journey, my question to you is, would it have been wrong for Donald Trump to bully social media outlets to suppress the speech of his opponents? I say yes, it would have been wrong. What say you? Quick hitters. Russia is making a strong push in eastern Ukraine near some salt mines that seem to have strategic value. Georgia crushes TCU 65-7 to win the NCAA football crown. I linked to an article on a UN pan panel saying the Montreal Protocol, signed in the 80s, is successfully reducing the ozone hole that was related to chemicals that were eliminated. Further, they say that the ozone layer improvement may reduce global warming by 0.5 degrees Celsius. 0.9 degrees Fahrenheit for those of us that use a scale that starts at 32 degrees for freezing and ends at 212 degrees for boiling. Huh? Think about that. The Washington Post has an article out on a study by a New York University Center for Social Media and Politics that says Russia's efforts in the 2016 election had little impact on the election and that the effect was overhyped. Really? Who would have thought that? The United States Federal Aviation Administration suspended domestic takeoffs because of a countrywide technical outage. Oops. Russia's only aircraft carrier needs major rework and seems so effed up it is in danger of sinking. To move forward in the area of inclusivity, the University of Southern California School of Social Work has decided not to use the word field. I guess because many slaves worked in the field. Others worked in the House. Will that word be banned next? The House of Representatives created, on a party-line vote, a new investigating committee to look at governmental overreach. Countries are looking at increased wastewater testing to catch viruses like COVID-19. And some countries, including the United States, are considering testing airplane waste. I would hate to be on an international flight where you were bathroom shamed. Come on, everyone, hold it. Because if one of you have COVID and have to use the bathroom, they will find it and turn this plane around. Yeah, I'm exaggerating. Maybe. Moving on. I had a nice email exchange with a friend of mine about age and the rate of change. How things are different now than they were years ago. Not quite on point, but I shared a concept from a guy named Barry Schwartz who wrote a book called The Paradox of Choice. His point was that while some choices are better than few choices, a boatload of choices is just annoying. I have lived that. My friend looked into this more than I had. He listened to a TED Talk by the author. I will link below to that TED Talk, though I have not listened to it yet. When my wife and I are deep into an investigation on what to buy, my wife and I will sometimes look at each other and say, Barry Schwartz, because we are spending way more time than the purchase warranted. But really, this small exchange with my friend reminded me that we don't hang enough. 
where these small conversations can occur. He and I have talked for weeks about getting together for a beer, but it just has not happened. I have thought about scheduling coffee with friends, particularly this with this tall dude from Chicago, but just never do it. Maybe I'll start. Biden's attorneys notified the government that he had government records from his time as vice president in his think tank office at the University of Pennsylvania. Allegedly, the documents included a few classified documents and possibly, likely, one or more top secret document. Everybody picks sides. Lefties, hey, it was only a few documents and he turned them over when his lawyers found them. Righties, my God, Biden said it was totally irresponsible when he learned Trump had classified documents, and now it turns out that Biden had some. And what does Biden have at his other residences or offices? In the coming days, what will we learn? I bet not a lot more that is meaningful, so let's offer a few thoughts now. So, bar, so far, Biden had a lot fewer documents than did Trump, and his guys turned them over. Biden's documents may have been less secured and been stored for three times as long. I heard that the Chinese were major contributors to the think tank or foundation of Biden's where the documents were stored and that Biden had wanted to share office space with Hunter Biden's Chinese partners. I'm not xenophobic, but do worry about national secrets. Trump balked at returning documents when asked, or shall we say demanded. Note, Biden was a vice president while Trump was president. A president can declassify any document at any time. Not that he should. A vice president cannot. Biden came out and defended himself on the classified document, saying he does not know how they got there. That bothers me. I'd pref probably prefer he purposefully had the file than if it was just incompetence. Because if it was an incompetence, then there could be many more classified files floating around that no one knows about. The bigger comparison for Trump is still that Hillary Clinton had classified documents on a server that very likely was accessed by foreign governments. How about we pass a law? Presidents cannot take any paper or electronic documents with them when they leave. They can request the National Archives give them access to the documents after they leave. Done. Should Biden be indicted or impeached over this? No way. Roast him a little, though. Should Trump be indicted for his handling of the documents? That's a close one, because Trump took it too far. In a normal world, I think the following might happen. A misdemeanor charge. Trump admits, oops, I made a mistake. No jail sentence and a $100,000 fine that Trump would find a way to make tax deductible. Sets the precedent, but is not unseemly by putting a former president in jail. And a bit like what Bill Clinton did as he left the White House to put an end to possible perjury charges relative to the Paula Jones issue. And also what I remember recommending happening to Hillary Clinton for her email server fiasco. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.